first of all, he was listening to us. You might think they're asleep, but they're always listening. But number two, he knew what we were talking about. And he had the realization at that moment that Julie was going to be leaving. Hello, and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected, and it doesn't matter if it's our dog, our cat, our god, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection, so the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences, or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. It is so great to be here. I have not done a solo episode for a long time. I had some travel. I had some family things come up. And so I haven't actually been in on an episode by myself without a guest in a very long time. And I'm really glad to be here because I've been wanting to talk about this. And that's about coincidences and pets. And we might think pets. There's no significance in coincidences we might think that that comes up with our animals. And certainly I would say our animals don't actively intend to participate in coincidences. And I'll have some stories that will talk about this. But because we're humans and we're the ones that look to find meaning in life, we are the ones that experience the coincidences. Coincidences might be like a nod from God, a wink from the universe that things are going well, and the animals don't need to look for that. So the animals are always, how should I say, with God, with source. They're always in that mode that they are in the connection with with all, with one. And so they don't require affirmation that things are going the way they should be going. So When coincidences with animals happen, it's generally because we humans are recognizing something or looking to acknowledge something. On my show, uh, episode 46, I had Squire Rushnell on the show. He's the creator, producer of the Godwink series on Hallmark movies. Uh, He's written many books. He's also had similar movies on Netflix, Rescued by Ruby, which is a fantastic story, one I'll talk about in a few minutes. He talks about God winks and with him, and I hope I, I get this right, but he believes they are winks from God. When a coincidence happens, it's a wink from God that 
that's, you know, something is going right. We're on the right path or we're in the right direction or something to acknowledge something that we've been looking for. If you were to look at the Cambridge Dictionary definition of a coincidence, they talk about it being two events happening at the same time that are unlikely and surprising. Supposedly two random events that happen, and it looks like there might be a causation, but, you know, scientifically we know that there's not a causation behind these two events. And maybe not scientifically, but that's where I want to add coincidences for the most part are some kind of sign from the universe or our higher self or source that that give us a sign, give us an indication of something that we need to know. So that's kind of what coincidences are. I don't have a hard and fast definition what it is, but we recognize them because we're the humans. And we're the ones that aren't always connected with this source, with this, you know, great essence of life. And so I think coincidences help us establish that we are part of this oneness of life. I want to start with a story about my dog, Buddy. And this was when my kids were teenagers. Well, I guess my daughter was a senior in high school getting ready to go away to college. And at that time, Buddy had been with the family about five years, so he knew us well. He knew our language. He knew about our family unit. My daughter and I were having this conversation about her moving to college and her being in her apartment. Now, I want to preface this by saying my son had moved out, or maybe in and out at that point, I'm not sure, but he had graduated two years before, so he probably wasn't living at home. And one thing about family pets when they are are raised with children that go through high school and then leave the house, often after the children leave the house, they become depressed or they have a sense of loss because their life changes dramatically. The kids that, you know, played with them, that maybe slept with them, that might have taken care of them are suddenly gone. And all that's left is the mom and or the dad And the parents often don't have the time for the dog or the cat or the horse that that the child did. As an animal communicator, I get a lot of phone calls from people whose animals are not the same after the kids have left. And, And this is why. It's because all of a sudden the house is empty and life is completely different. So not only is it different for the parents, you know, this whole empty nest syndrome, it can affect the animals as well. Just depends on the dynamics of the family. Anyhow, so my son was already gone. And my daughter and I were having this conversation. And I remember it very well because this was before I was an animal communicator. I was just beginning to get in touch with animal communication and my spiritual side and my understanding of how the world works. We were sitting in the living room And Buddy was on his bed very close to us. And the way my daughter and I were sitting, I could see Buddy. He he was like almost directly behind my daughter. So, you know, if I was looking at her, I could see him as well. And my daughter said something to the effect of, when I'm living in my apartment. And at that very moment, Buddy lifted his head and looked at her as if to say, 
what do you mean when you're living in your apartment? First of all, he was listening to us. You might think they're asleep, but they're always listening. But number two, he knew what we were talking about. And he had the realization at that moment that Julie was going to be leaving. Now, that seemed like a coincidence. And I actually talked with my daughter about it. I'm like, did you see what just happened? It's like he's listening to us. Now I know he was. But at the time, I thought, wow, what a weird coincidence. Why did he raise his head? Why did he look at you like that? That's a weird thing going on. So what I want to say about this is that it's not a coincidence he lifted his head and looked at her at that moment. He knew what was going on and he knew what she was saying. And sometimes we don't realize how much animals are picking up on. Like I said, he lived with us. He knew our language. He knew all about our family. One of the biggest things I teach is how animals understand us, it's not necessarily the language that they're understanding. None of them come in knowing or intending to learn the English language or any other language, but the universal language of how they communicate with each other. So it didn't necessarily matter what my daughter's words were. He knew what she was talking about by the pictures that were being created in her head. When we think, it's a coincidence that an animal seems to understand us. It's only because we aren't paying attention to either what we're saying or thinking or expecting or what others are and what's going on in the room, what's the energy of the room, and what would be a normal expectation for an animal in that situation. So it seemed like a coincidence, but now that I know what I know about animal communication and about life and about how things happen, I know it wasn't a coincidence. I know he was, I know he understood what was coming. That's just one kind of coincidence you might see in an animal is that they react to what you're saying or doing and you think, wow, that's quite a coincidence. But it's not. They know what's going on. There's another kind of coincidence that sometimes one animal is acting like one of our previous animals. Shortly after Buddy died, I was house-sitting for someone, and she had three dogs. I had known these dogs for about three years at that point, so I knew the dogs pretty well. And I knew what their behaviors were or were not. And when I was outside with one of them, one of them had the exact same behavior that Buddy had. Now, I had never seen this in her before. And I thought, oh, that's weird. I've never noticed that she did that. After the owner came home and I was talking to her about it, I said, I never knew that your dog did this. Buddy used to do that all the time. And she said, no, my dog doesn't do that. She's never done that. And what I've learned, again, since then, after studying animal communication and studying other things, I've learned that our dogs, our cats, our animals that are in spirit form, that have already passed over, will sometimes come back to an animal that's with us, alive, and it's like a, it's like a, a, a jump in real fast. They will just jump in exhibit this behavior just to let us know, 
hey, I'm still here for you. So what she helped me to know is that that was Buddy coming through for you. That was just Buddy saying, hey, I'm still here. We're still connected. I still love you. One of the things people ask me all the time as a, as a client at an animal communication appointment is, is this my dog reincarnated? Has my cat come back into this cat? Because every now and then I see this exact same behavior that the passed on animal had. And it's not necessarily reincarnation. I'm not going to say that it's never reincarnation. But it's usually just the animal coming back, checking in. Hey, I'm still here. I still love you. And it's usually within probably a year or two of the animal passing, but it can happen at any time. And then beyond that, then maybe we can look at something about reincarnation. But, but the coincidences, like my dog that used to shake his head exactly a certain way, or used to eat by licking the bowl first and then eating, or used to lay down a certain way. So it's an unusual behavior that when you see it in another animal, you go, oh my gosh, that's such a coincidence. But it's not. It's not a coincidence. It is a coincidence, but it's not random. I don't mind calling it a coincidence, but I'm going to say it's not random and it's not unexpected. Anytime there's a connection between you and another animal, you and another person. By the way, it could happen with people too. But anytime there's there's that connection and maybe you're maybe you're not expecting a sign, so maybe it is unexpected. But it's not random. It's very intentional to say it's okay. To say, hey, I'm here and everything's okay. There's other stories of coincidences with pets too. So I read stories about coincidences all the time. I talk to people about coincidences because they're fascinating. And I love having the affirmation of something greater than us saying, it's okay, or this is the one. There's a, a couple who have a dog, their beloved dog. Their dog dies, and so they donate everything from the dog, you know, the dog bed and uh, clothing and everything. and they. They continue in their lives without a dog for quite a while, but I think it's about seven years later they decide it's time to get another dog. So they go to a local rescue, and at the particular rescue, there's been a dog that has been there for quite a while. The dog was not well, um, socially well-adjusted or well, or was not socially doing well with, with people. So he wasn't getting adopted out. And I want to say the dog had been there like two years. The, um, the couple comes in and sees this dog, and the dog comes right up to them, very friendly to them, loves them. They love the dog. In the, during the adoption process, during the paperwork process, the woman says, well, I knew that was my dog right away because he's wearing my dog's handkerchief. And she takes out a picture of her dog that had passed and showed that that was the handkerchief that they had donated. Now, that seems like it could be random, you know, but this was a long time after they donated it. How would that handkerchief even still be there? And why would that dog have not reacted that way to anyone else? Certainly, there had to be something going on behind the scenes, as we say, to help that woman know that was the dog for them. 
Now, I've never talked with them personally. I don't know if they've gone on to think that maybe this is a reincarnation or to to know if there's any more likenesses between this dog and their other dog, or if their dog simply helped to orchestrate, this is the next dog for you, and this is how you're going to know. Because I do believe that can happen. And if you've ever had it happen in your life, you're going to understand that that they can help orchestrate things. Our animals want us to be happy. Never have I had an animal say after they passed, no, I don't ever want them to get another one. I want them to be stuck on me the whole time and I'll be jealous if they get another one. They're not like that after they pass. They want us to be happy. They really want us to be happy. So anyhow, so this unadoptable dog gets adopted wearing the same handkerchief that their previous dog had. That one kind of gives shivers up and down the spine. So so there's the coincidences of, yes, when they're listening to you and you don't understand that they're listening or that they understand, there's the coincidences where your passed on animal is checking in through another animal with you. There's the coincidences where they're helping to orchestrate something. And then I want to talk about the story rescued by Ruby. You have to watch it on Netflix if it's still available. It's it's an amazing story that I, I don't think I can give away the entire story. I mean, I can't give away the entire story, but it's it's an amazing story of coincidence, and it's impossible to be random. And I'm just going to stay, start with, it's a dog who is also mostly unadoptable, and they're going to have to get rid of the dog. The shelter is going to have to get rid of the dog. Um, this woman wants to give it one more chance. She knows that this dog has something in her somewhere. And she's like, just let me give her one more chance. Finally, she does get adopted. The new owner struggles with her. You're going to have to watch the movie. The coincidence between the person who saved her at the shelter, who adopted her, who trained her, and then what happens that ties them all together at the end. I mean, it's it's a seemingly impossible story that could happen randomly. And again, it's just another example that there's more to our lives than we might be paying attention to. And if we start paying attention to these coincidences, start paying attention to your animals, what kind of signs are you seeing from them? Because they can display signs from God just as easy as something outside or a person on the street or a sign in a window. I'd love to hear your stories about your animals and how they have, how there's been some kind of seemingly random occurrence with them that just seemed a little too much to be random because we are one. I would love for you to go to revcarenpodcast.com and put in the box right there on the front page your story of coincidence with your animals. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to be on the show and talk about it, then we can possibly arrange that too. But I love to hear these stories because the more we hear them, the more we understand that we're not strange, that the things we're picking up on are not out of this world, like unusual, and we're not 
we haven't lost it, right? So it's normal. It's completely normal. We just need to learn to recognize and and help ourselves understand that there's, you know, some meaning behind these seemingly random coincidences because I don't believe that they're random. So look for those in your animals today. Let me know what you find. And I look forward to connecting again later. Bye-bye. Don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, Connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.